Okay, it's 15. I I promise we've read the book. I've read it many times. Yeah, we've But now to. I now my brain is doing this thing because we talked for an hour straight and then I don't I'm, I'm like having a hard time remembering what happens. <laughs> now I'm interested to hear what you remember from it. What happened originally? What was the what Null decides to betray name? That's that's what happens in this one. Yeah. But that's that's what we that was the broadly yeah. Which actually fits his character is this he thinks he's more crafty than he is. Well, and I'm, you know, self-serving, opportunistic, you know. You're right. Like anyone is. Yeah. So I, I remember, I'm not trying to just recap every chapter because obviously. Well, I'm curious because it was rewritten so many times and. and uh, okay. So he. <laughs> this is a quiz. <laughs> I should shout out things that didn't happen. See if you. Yeah, he goes. He is. He meets that girl. The girl. Okay, good, good. That's good. There was no girl, Matt. Okay, no, no, no. I, he, it's he. Uh, he sees his old neighbor. That was the part you. He added. sees his old neighbor. Yeah, he sees his neighbor, and then uh, gets the idea of, oh, I can turn name in for a reward, mm-hmm. and then goes to like a, a massage parlor or something, or like like an yeah. hourly hotel, uh, and then gets led off to some secret room where, oops. Yeah, name knows what he's doing, and, and then she inevitably recruits him. But oh, so originally didn't he go to like some? It's like the club for Minority Report or something. Yeah. So originally when this God, was written, oh, I hated that one. I, you'd written something where <laughs> oh. he went to this like there was some good mechanics in it. You wrote this thing where he was trying as a frame to enjoy this kind of VRE club if I remember correctly, but there was a weird latency thing and it was not quite working. And we ended up using pieces of that later on in the book. Uh, some of the, some of those elements. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Doesn't he goes in there and experiences some kind of weird dream. And I don't, I, uh-huh. man, it, I, there was a warehouse like shootout thing <laughs> yeah. and it became so just <laughs> so bad. I like to think that you're uh, whatever movie you were watching as you yeah. wrote over a week. You were and like, then Ghost in the Shell and happens. Then, yeah. And then a lion shows up mm-hmm. and Michael Douglas and Val Kilmer <laughs> are. Yeah, it, it was such a part of it, too, was there was um, a lack of uh, of a purpose for the chapter at first because we didn't get to the name betrayal thing necessarily until also, later. Raphael Calabrese did didn't have a name, let alone was still not really an idea because we were having these Sunday talks. Right. And I want to say halfway through the book when we were writing, we got to that idea, that idea there needs to be this like reoccurring celebrity character in this Mm -hmm. world that Noel like just loves so much. And that that's where we end this chapter. Right. Right. Seeing him, seeing him. And, but but, well, we knew that he he was nowhere near it originally. No, And, but we knew this this celebrity character was going to be at the end for a while, like a mm-hmm. kind of like a, uh, or, or it was really maybe like a diplomat type, whatever you know, person or something. And we that yeah, that was a, the initial layout. Yeah, it ended up changing to a like to Leonardo DiCaprio type of something, <laughs> yeah. amalgamation of every pompous male yeah i i see some johnny depp in there and yeah 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 um some some val kilmer yeah i do yeah the just the a little bit of robert downey jr just that like the so self self-aggrandizing just the way they talk though is just you, 
you realize they're not really good actors. They're just very charismatic. Very charismatic. <laughs> are not listening to you whatsoever. No. I've never met Robert Downey Jr., obviously, or Leonardo These DiCaprio. are assumptions we make. Yeah, and we won't be told otherwise. But, you know, we we got to this character, and then it was we needed to seed him throughout, and that mm-hmm. was kind of how we got to, the, like, the Chuck Norris sidekicks type right. thing throughout. But this, this chapter also was – it was another time to – um, really paint scenes of of Deslin and kind of give a feel for the the uh, the space. Mm-hmm. I remember um, I showed you a draft of the chapter, and you were like, "Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah." This is is one of those times where we just kind of stayed put for a little bit and absorbed the world, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of fun to you know. It's always a lot of fun. Uh, it's fun. I like it. I, I love like it. it. My favorite part. Favorite. Of, I'm proud of what we're doing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a sore on my back. But, um, you know, showing the people of, of the town and the, the live PD-esque crowd, you know, right. the, the mob, the good people, the, you know. Mm-hmm. The mob justice of, you know, we got one. They're mm-hmm. like, you know, pissing on a, a frame and. Noel seeing himself in that. Yeah. Also, that guy that that pissing on the that's a real Austin uh, homeless dude. That he I've seen him do two things uh, in life a couple of times. So he, he's this guy, crazy scraggly hair, you know, shooting out of the sides of his head, bald up top, yeah. permanently sunburned with this like thousand yard stare all the time. I've seen him uh, pee in front of people in public. Tons of times, and then somehow this has happened twice. Him eating an enormous bag of popcorn—I mean, like a four-foot bag of popcorn, mm-hmm. like a—it's like they from like u- a carnival or something. Yeah, yeah, like they use to fill a popcorn machine because I, right. I think he gets it from this popcorn place that throws out their extras. Yeah. And he will uh, sit on the sidewalk with this enormous bag of popcorn, yelling at people while going and eating like that. I was like, anyway, that's uh, that's that guy in uh-huh. in the. <laughs> Uh, Noel's former neighbor. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is basically just the things that I see. No, no, it wasn't even Noel's former neighbor. It's just the guy pissing on the night. That oh they, man, an inconsequential character that I thought about. Wasn't a there? A, there was a gun store at some point too. Oh, you're, you're thinking back in the yeah, yeah yeah. Oh my god, it was. I think because th- this was yeah, this was you barking orders at me as you do. Uh-huh. You. You're used to sending an email saying, just make it good. And then magic comes back and you go, ow. I've worked for a week. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, show show the life of Deslin. Okay, cool. Goes to a gun store where people are shooting at each other, but they wear these special vests where the bullets will oh, yeah. fly. I was just like, what am I doing? Because I was still in that mindset of like, Noel needs a gun. How does he get gun? And I was like, don't worry about it. Like, they'll... We'll get there. Like maybe you're focusing on the wrong things, but it was more important to the switching gears was Noel is in it for himself. It's uh it's when fucking Aladdin's monkey reaches for the lamp, you know. They say, Don't touch the lamp, don't touch mm-hmm. the lamp, and they touch his lamp and you're cringing, going, No, you're not supposed to do it. It's it's the forbidden fruit. You're doing what you're not supposed to do. And of course, you know, Noel gets caught and Slapped on the wrist, more or less, but um, he should just be killed. <laughs> this chapter, this rewrite, I'm remembering now. Um, I was feeling like really crazy during quarantine at this point, like a kind of 
uh, I had waves of it, as I'm sure most people do, where yeah. I was like, holy fuck, like, this is, this is not right. This is weird for people to live like this. I'm, you know, yeah. what is going on? And um, part of, like, the staring out the window stuff was, I guess, influenced by that. Just there's, You can kind of tell where, the, where moods were at certain yeah. points. Yeah, what, what else is this chat? Um, oh, this is... <laughs> The funny thing, I think where you, so you and I, your and my personalities pop up in Noel in various, I think, definitive spots sometimes. Uh This is one of those times where you specifically pop up in Noel where when Name is talking to him about, uh, you know, like (laughs) these plans and all of this stuff. And Noel's like, I just want, this is way above my head and I don't want to be... A, you know, a part of this and, and, you know, you probably need someone who can do, it's like this, this imposter syndrome met with, there were, yeah. there were two moments specifically. There was the one where he's talking to Carrie about a, a buffet, a buffet, <laughs> like the trick of going at 10 30. Cause you want to go there for the switch over and then Carrie's just not listening. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. This is now, now Carrie's old enough where he's like, I hate, he's terrible. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, you know, it's, it's that thing where Noel is really excited about something no one else cares about, and he's mostly just talking to himself. Right. And then uh, there's that part of me that cares, where it's like the planet is dying and things are complicated and all the blah, blah blah. But then there's that other part of me that just goes, cheeseburger sounds really good right now. You know, it's there's the part of my brain that sees fast food nation where the the cows being murdered. And I'm like, that is terrible. That is awful. In and out. Yeah, I, I literally got in and out that night yeah. after seeing that movie, and it's like that—that that is the duality fighting in my my mind of the uh, I care, but it's hard to. It's not so much that like these characters are me; it's like these are the parts of my brain, and I know your brain where it's like it starts to make sense how people write characters, where it's like these are the dumb thoughts I have, and I know they're dumb, but it's funnier to attach them to something that's not real exploring the good and the dark sides of yeah 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 when i think of noel he's the guy who's given a cause and just goes like this is way over my like i can't Mm -hmm. like i'm you know but once once you start speaking simple terms like i'm in i like it finally you're making sense yeah yeah. i mean it's not just you i mean i think it's an encapsulation of most people you know it's like don't I, i understand that there's a whole you know uh save the world push for this push for that and it's like i I support i just don't i don't understand it but i i champion it yeah i know you want me to sign your clipboard but you're literally doing it in front of the store that i need to buy the cat food at so you know it's like hey did you know this corporation is ruining the planet like yes but they are having a sale yeah they uh and i have nowhere else to go so wasn't that thing already destroyed why are we gonna cry over the spilled milk it's already there i need that umbrella I like most people are going to read this book and then if they listen to this, they'll be like, these nihilists, these socialists, nihilists, totalitarian, loving, gun-toting conservatives, these liberal dorks. <laughs> if you're everything, are you nothing? Yeah. If you're nothing, are you everything? Like, I don't know. Or, or is it just, it's just too hard to pinpoint because it's, it's this weird thing where if you're pro electric vehicle, all of a sudden you're a tree hugging hippie. Yeah. <laughs> when my, I'm thinking more of, well, five dollars a gallon is a little high. Just my thought. And then people go, well, just move somewhere else where the gas is cheaper. Yeah. Well, you yeah. also 
drive an electric vehicle and cook an enormous brisket in your, I don't know, there's something there. The Native Americans that gave us this land willingly mm-hmm. would look at that and unlike the Italian actor who cried during that commercial, yeah. <laughs> they would see my electric smoker and go, well done. You used every part of the animal. Yeah. <laughs> The brisket. Used every part of the grocery store. <laughs> Hard cut to the Costco with uh, the scene from Fast Food Nation. is just cutting it open. Mm. And Bruce Willis eating a burger and telling you that it's okay that there's literal shit in your burger. I could, You couldn't make me a vegetarian if you tried. I'm sorry. <laughs> How did we cross into this? Remember when the smoker was like fucking up? Like yeah, a pellet yeah. got stuck? Yeah. Did you see me holding a rib? While trying to like prod it. I saw the vacuum cleaner catch fire and you go, where is it on fire? And I go, turn it. And then if there was this flame coming out of the thing, you go, oh. The filter caught on fire because I was vacuuming up pellets that were on fire. I think you might be a train wreck. And I'm here. I have increased your chances of living another two weeks on earth just by like, go, oh, that's on fire. Oh, don't eat that. Oh, yeah, maybe not so much Red Lobster I'm, because we got sick. People are complicated. People are complicated is what we're getting at. The characters in the story, not so much. Pretty simple. Pretty basic. They want something. They go for it. They are people are going to see this, too, and they'll be like, uh, these two guys are the most insufferable. <laughs> Don't Insecure. Know, definitely liberal. Uh, Tone deaf. Privileged. Self-centered. Family issue. Uh, morons mm-hmm. self-aggrandizing you already said insecure mm, yeah since since oh they're gonna say like they were all these things oh, these are the yeah. biggest i'm trying to think of like equivalent authors who aren't like bigots that <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're like ernest hemingway without the bigotry yeah right i kind of drink like stephen king well the way he used to the way he used to now he just reads I hope he reads our book and goes, meh. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. He's like, if you have a, a light afternoon. No, I'd rather it be he reads it and goes, this is trash. Mm-hmm. And then that's the that's the interest. It's like when they first uh, formed, Motorhead had this review in a magazine in British saying it said, this is the worst band in Britain. And then everyone came out to see the worst band in Britain. They're like, yeah. yeah. And Lemmy is like, who are you? Yeah. Who are you, people? Oh. We play rock and roll. Uh, we're off base. Yeah. As always. Um, making self-centered people care usually involves giving them something they want. Right. Which is their childhood hero or equivalent, which is uh, most people in some way, shape, or form are star fuckers. <laughs> Who would be that person when name open the door if you saw him? You'd be like, yeah, okay, I'm on board now. That's hard for me because... Based on my life, I've learned if anyone has any sort of fame or credibility, you are the last person they want to talk to. Well, yeah, I yeah, I know. I who I parked next to. It's not Ken Marino, but one of those like those guys. He's the funny dude. He's Wet Hot American Summer. He's the uh, the chef. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know um, who you're talking about that guy. I forget his name, but I parked next to him downtown LA in a movie theater. He he drove like a Tesla or something. Parked right next to me. And he like almost kind of bumped my door and goes, you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. And I was like, 
cool car. And he's like, okay. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? I, like, I, I wanted like, hey, I find you funny. You do good. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Don't. No. So nobody, really. It'd have to be. I don't think I'm worth anyone's time. <laughs> good way to look at it is what I'm saying. The only person I could think of is Tom Cruise. Because I get at the very least say, you played my uncle once. Oh, yeah. There is that oh, connection. Oh, there's that connection. There is a connection. I can just say, hey, I thought it was cool you played my uncle in a movie. And he'd be like, I play a lot of uncles. Yeah. <laughs> I just go. Or he doesn't say anything. He just signs it. And yeah. It and I go, I think your car is cool. Wait, so you're, you're approaching it from who you could actually. That's interesting. Who you could actually have a conversation with. Because. Or relate to in some way because of the natural thing of, you know, people assume they know the person, but they have nothing to talk to them about. There's no any kind of we're not on the same in the same world. No, or and, like and that. Half, it's because the situation in which you meet these people is usually like, oh, I peed next to Michael Jai White. It's like, nice cock. <laughs> God damn it. Nice ass. Yeah. <laughs> It's cool how you pee with your pants on the floor. Yeah. I like that. That's you played Spawn. <laughs> okay, you're leaving now. Yeah. <laughs> I was purely thinking of like being, you know, starstruck and removing. I don't know. I don't get starstruck, and also I, I share. You know, we share the same views on like I don't spark up conversation with someone that I see that I recognize, right? Because I know better than to do that. And I showed you that episode of Toast of London when he meets John Hamm. I wish I could be like his initial response when they go, "You, you would love to meet John Hamm." He's like, "I don't give a. F- I've never heard of this man. Why do I care? I'm out." Except when he sees him, he's like, "Most beautiful." Man I love John. Yeah. I, you are the madman. <laughs> like, unfortunately, like on the inside is that that's how I feel a lot of times. Or like, if you even think about or seeing a celebrity or whatever, you're just like, I'd rather just say nothing because I'm just going to embarrass myself. Right. So, what was this? What was so who who for you then is that that who's your Raphael? Well, this is, a, this is about me. Uh, you wrote it. Well, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I was trying to. Th- I mean, I was trying to think of that based on the fact that I have no. There's no person that I would see and go, oh, my God. Like, well, I mean, other than Eddie Van Halen, but he just died, <laughs> you know, and uh, you Richard know. Dean Anderson. Yeah. Uh, the guy who played Worf. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you like Star Trek for some weird reason. Well, you know, I like getting stoned and watching TNG, but that right. doesn't necessarily mean I, I mean, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But if I saw Patrick Stewart or something behind open behind a door, I'd be like. Oh, it's Patrick Stewart. And I go off, you know, but like if I saw Eddie Van Halen holding Frankenstein, the guitar, and uh, he's like, hey, come on, we're going to go, you know, save the world. And I'd be like, oh, yeah. And and, I mean, I could talk to Eddie Van Halen about guitar, a mutual hatred of David Lee Roth. You know, there's like things that I could talk to him about. Tell me the real... Dirt about Sammy Hagar. Yeah. Oh, you've said it all already. Said, okay, great. <laughs> and no one knows what I'm talking about right now, and that's fine because I don't. This is, this long is my ago, personal story. Long but. ago, there was a song in the Transformers movie called "You've Got the Touch," and that sounds like Van Halen. <laughs> Ugh. Think really? Kind of. It. I forget who it is, but Van Halen invented essentially the. I I think they are like the sound of the '80s of rock '80s. Like that's. Oh, tapping and stuff like that, and party just, party music. Just kinda. the 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 heavy lead guitar mm-hmm. and just the the big, you know, bigger than life front man that is 
totally replaceable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we made you, we can destroy you. Just watch the movie Rockstar starring Mark Wahlberg and then forget it like the rest of society. Yeah. And you get a pretty good idea of how the industry works. But I don't think other than that. What about the guy from Starship Troopers who... Casper Van Dien. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a real joy. You ever drink with Casper Van Dien in a trailer while he tells you... He told me this six time, or five or six times. He said... Well, first he asked how old I was at the time I was 30. He goes, oh, 30. You know, 30 years ago, Aaron, if I had had that 25 cents to give your mom, I would be your father. He said that like six times to me while we were drinking. And then eventually we ended up in a little, in a shoving match. And he, this probably won't go in. That's fine. But he goes. As long as we have the footage. Yeah. We should shove each other and. Despite what you think, Casper Van Dien is probably two inches shorter than, uh, you know, and like 30 pounds lighter. Yeah. And um, I shoved him and he was like, play shove, not real shove. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Luckily, there's a there's a picture backing up that I actually was what around. Think I had for, up the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Rightfully so. Not that he would ever see this or anything, but he'd go like. I don't know what that guy is talking about, which is fine. Yeah. That's totally fine. Yeah. It didn't happen. Right. Didn't drink together. You didn't. were just making a, a story up in your head. Yes. Could have been anything. There's no, there's what legal rant. Uh, that's how scared we are of everything. Right. Or right. Like, what are the legal ramifications of having a, a play shove match with a pseudo celebrity type person? Uh, an A-lister. Yeah. Yeah. He is. On a list. Yeah. <laughs> I have no hill to stand upon to say anything, to cast anything and be like, boo, boo, you, Casper you're, Van Dien. <laughs> you, your glory days are behind you, boo. The dude's probably lived the greatest life ever. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. But far better than I'll ever have. It's just, I think at the end of the day, I'm so burnt out on entertainment and stardom and celebrities and when you realize everyone's flawed no one's like i think other than maybe uh ted danson you know he's probably a really great guy but he's got a lot going on so there's Uh no time for people like me in his life right (laughs) but even then ted probably has an off day i think why that uh i i don't have any heroes like that is because i've met enough famous people and been disappointed because they were human and that's why i was disappointed yeah and they were just they were people with normal things and normal issues and and normal complexities and they didn't have uh an aura around them when i met them and i was like all right and i've never really met assholes or anything but you it the, the disappointment's not necessarily a bad disappointment it's just like they are people and because they weren't gods or goddesses I was disappointed. Now, now I don't care because I'm just like, ah, oh, it's just a person. There's a reason why there's pictures of Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio hanging out. They're in the same industry. They can talk. I've got nothing in common with these people. They have nothing in common with me, probably. I'm going to talk to them about how my like, – don't you hate it when your uh, shop vac catches on fire? Because <laughs> you're – they're like, was your assistant helping? What? I don't understand. Who's shop fact? I think I is that's on the blacklist. Yeah. I believe. <laughs> I read I've, that script. I've seen that. Yeah. I just this entire thing just to say I don't really have any celebrity or any anything to look up to 
but it is still fun to write. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From a character's perspective to go, oh my God. And then just writing those little things of, well, he looked a little older and he's got the cracks in here. And he's got the, the crow's feet a little bit and his eyes are a little heavier than with all the makeup and everything. But it's like, those are fun little details. Yeah. Just be like, and if you can't tell, they're, on, they're just always on Coke. Oh, yeah. Or whatever the future version of cocaine is. I think at one point we said cocaine was legal. Uh, yeah, well, uh, most drugs are legal. This I has think. nothing to do with the book. We're no, just, yeah. This was just you and I talking. <laughs> this is just dreaming. Yeah. So when we take over and we become mayor of the world, <laughs> such a low bar. Man, we shouldn't be in power at all. And I was thinking, thinking of celebrities becoming powerful. Matthew McConaughey running for governor. If he becomes governor of Texas and if he ever sees me again, I'm so fucked. What did you do? Well, I've run into him. You live in Austin long enough. You run into people and you, you know, him, Lance Armstrong, Lance, Lance Armstrong. I've only ran into once. I've run into Matthew McConaughey enough times and, and been an asshole enough times just from being a precocious little shit. Yeah. And if he ever remembers me, and is in a position of power, I can only assume there'll be some sort of tax or retribution on the, me. The Aaron tax. It's going to be, um, that's another one of those. Uh, uh, I almost swung too far the other way of like, uh, it, it wasn't me not caring about being celebrities, me being directly hostile. <laughs> and that's why were you hostile toward just, was it envy, jealousy or? Oh yeah. It's probably that's it's definitely yeah. that stuff. Like take uh, a ego. shower. Uh, so I was playing the bongos. This one surfer dude came out and it was me. I was in college and it was me and probably four or five other students and the Dean of the film school watching with McConaughey in this little private screening room, like a little, you know, it's like a room the size of this. And then when the movie was done, it was such a piece of shit and I couldn't hide my disdain and I should have, and I shouldn't have been an asshole, but Basically, what happened was is McConaughey had been talking about wanting to get his hands back in the clay of filmmaking, and he's like, he's like, you know, what what y'all think of the movie, you know? And I go, well, you talked about getting your hands back in the the clay of filmmaking. Do you think you were making like this nice vase, you know, the shaping it, uh, creating the contours, and then it kind of fell over, and you had to mold it over into like a an ashtray you'd give to your mom? Yeah, that's what I said. And uh, there's a picture of me with him, and it's a very uncomfortable picture. <laughs> so you asked that question and then asked to get a photo with him? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not proud of it. Yeah. Uh, so why do you hang it above your bed? It's a funny story. It's a good reminder to not be a dickhead, even though I was a dickhead uh, quite a few times after that. but. Mm -hmm. It was a story that I originally loved and then was indicative of of being directly hostile and being an, an, an your, insecure, your, your you stunted know. growth. Right. Yeah. And uh, and also the dean got really fucking pissed off at me. And uh, there was uh, for a while there wasn't anything like that. ever. I, th I think McConaughey was supposed to do these guest things for a while. And he totally backed out of that for wow. good reason. Yeah. I d I've never seen Surfer Dude, but it took him a while to shake the days and confuse McConaughey and get right. into mud and Dallas Buyers Club. Well, and, yeah. the only <clears throat> silver lining for many of this and 
And he never directly mentioned this, of course, but like as he turned things around after Surfer Dude started getting nominations for Academy Awards, blah, blah, blah. I was never mentioned once. That's good. Well, no, I mean, as an inspiration for oh. turning his life around. <laughs> there's, there's just this, this one boy. There, there's this kid that was down in Austin, had, Texas. Uh, and he had quite the mouth on him. And he uh, was directly hostile to me after a screening. And, well, you know, I, yeah. And um, I asked may I thought about maybe I shouldn't be making so many 10 things I, I hate about falling in love on a wedding crasher or whatever. And, uh, and that's when I decided to run for governor and sue his ass into oblivion. He is so beloved. Oh, yeah. And has so and much money and so many great things. And you are. I object. I, I have done nothing. It, it's something I have learned in life is that when people are in the shit, when they are. Trash people want to just bring you down. So you were just... I was the trash person. You were the trash person. In that situation, you were you were in the septic tank, and you're trying to pull him down to your level. And even though he doesn't shower, he still smells better than you. Yeah. I was trying to pull him into the turd pond, mm-hmm. and he could go two weeks without bathing and not have the stench of failure that I have when I was like, why are you surfing the entire movie? Right. Anyway... Yeah, I don't Doesn't, know who would be behind that door when you open it. <laughs> well, we at least know who who it isn't. Yeah. Uh, I like all that. Just to get to the point. Just to just to get the idea of how we revere celebrities and having one in in this book basically means nothing to us. <laughs> yeah. And the personal growth that can come from uh being a uh a demonic little shit yeah hopefully looking back and and growing from that i can still think of the face i made it's like anyway hopefully things are better now i hope so and i hope he wins he's got my vote he's got my vote too yeah he's since we have a business now or is that entity allowed to vote uh, he'll shut this business down shit yeah we should not have we shouldn't even have brought it up nope but I brought it up in the sense of I have regret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you are able to say I'm trying to grow as a person, even though you're not doing it. Yeah. The first step towards growth is at least saying you have a problem. The movie was bad. Let's just get that. Never seen it. Didn't know there was a movie called Surfer Dude. Yeah. I thought I thought the movie was about a surfer dude and you couldn't just remember the name. No, that's the movie. That's That's what the movie's called. Okay. Maybe I don't regret what I said. You should, but that's bully talk. That's bully thought of... It is. Yeah, I was where, a bully. where you're saying, I put someone down and I was right to. If right. You can, if you can look back and say, I was being kind of a shit and I'm sorry. I think that shows growth as a human being. But I really don't know where you stand. I don't know. I think I'm yeah. fucked. No. I know you refuse to go to therapy, but this has been pretty good. No, it's been good. I've been meaning to get this... Uh, I may have told this story before, so I don't know, uh, in some realm, but fuck it. Yeah. I I had fun talking about this chapter, even though most of it devolves it's into been cut. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, look, it's a peek behind the curtain. It's just two guys who don't know shit. Trying to grow. Trying. We're trying to grow. You're really going to put Casper Van Dien's and my picture up? When I, can t- I can bleep the name and blur the face. No. Would that be funnier? No, 
It's funnier. It's funnier to see. You want to just own it? Yeah, fuck it. You want me to? What if my uncle sends us a cease and desist? It's like I don't want people to know you're related to me. You can't do that. It's factual. What are facts? Facts are you have an uncle who uh, was or wasn't born on the 4th of July. According to the title, I've never looked at his ID. How do you not know if he was born? That's the well, claim. How do I not know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess you could easily fact check it. Yeah, pretty yeah. easily. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I don't think your uncle can sue you for saying you're related to him. I didn't say sue, just cease and desist. Oh, you can, cease and desist. You can send a cease and desist for anything. Yeah. Yeah. But you're doesn't mean you have to abide by right. <laughs> exactly. You're related to yeah. him. You have pictures with him. That sounds well. You, incriminating. You know what I mean. Yeah. You know. I, yeah. Family photos. Yeah. Family, family not, photos. Yeah. Not evidence. Yeah. Not evidence. Very. Uh, you know. Nice family photos. Yeah. I gotta stop sending you those. Yeah. Because you keep replying. Uh, just ha 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 ha. Space, ha, 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 but ha, I, ha. I save them too, and I yeah. and I think about strategic times to use them. So Done. That was fifteen. Yeah, that's the end of log fifteen. We barely talked about it. Yeah, we'll be back. <laughs>